Hello friend, welcome to today's podcast episode. No intro, we are just going to have one of those heart-to-heart girl chats like we do sometimes here on the Living in Sync podcast. We got a lot to talk about today. I'm going to be talking about trusting your intuition, travel, some new music that I'm obsessed with. Well, it's not new, new, but are you guys obsessed with it? You probably are too. I'm going to talk about manifesting and it is a hot take that people in the Christian realm area of things are, some of you are going to shake your head at me, but I stand firm in what I think about this because I talked about on my last girl chat about something and I manifested it. I'm going to use the word. I manifested it wild. I'm going to tell you the story and then we're going to roll around and talk about a lot of different things here, but some Things that roll over from the previous girl chat episode is the swimsuits from Shein. I ordered a bunch of swimsuits from Shein and a couple swimsuit cover-ups. Okay, the swimsuit cover-ups, bomb. They are fantastic. I mean, with swimsuit cover-ups, you don't really need them to be the highest of quality, but they're really, really, really great. I got a couple little dress style swimsuit cover-ups. Absolutely love them. I got the one pieces, I ordered about eight of them, and I would say they came out 50-50, but for 12-ish dollars per swimsuit, that's kind of what I expected. So what I found was the ones that looked like a sporty vibe, they fit pretty true to size. The ones that looked a little bit more sexy they ran quite small. Like there was one one piece black black swimsuit that was a low V in the front. I could tell it was kind of high on the hip cut and then open back with like lots of straps. That one I got a large in and I feel like it fits like a extra small. (laughs) It was wild. Sorry for that noise. I just got really close to the mic. So that's the update on Shein. And if you listened to my March 10th girl chat episode at around 16 minutes, I was talking about these swimsuits and how I was taking a gamble on them. And then I talked about wearing a swimsuit where the booty's hanging out, right? And we're we're in an adult setting where you're fine with that type of a situation. I said, and I quote from that episode, the only way that my husband will take a vacation is if his boss sends him on a vacation. Literally, I think it was March 20th, 21st, something along those lines. 22nd, I don't know. Came home from work and was like, hey, uh, so trip for work vacation situation. You guys, I am not kidding you. And for out of safety, I'm not going to share when and where and all of those things. But my mind was literally blown. And my friend, Andrea Crowder, has talked about time and time again, her manifestation method explained is see it, speak it, know it, have it. And with that, I literally was seeing this vision and then I spoke it and I just put it out there knowing that if it was meant to happen, it was going to happen and just let it go. (laughs) Didn't put pressure around it. And we're going to be taking a vacation, just my husband and I, and it is something I am so looking forward to and also so nervous about. (laughs) Obviously, traveling after you become a mom is just different. 
Traveling after you become a mom, it is so different. Before we move into that topic, let's talk about the whole manifesting and Christian standpoint. I am one that hears both sides and understands both sides. So I, I mean, I used the word manifesting in my Instagram stories and I got a passive aggressive DM from another fellow Christian that was talking about the word manifesting. And I, I do understand the side of the coin with the Christian insight on things of like taking the credit and putting the credit on us instead of giving it, giving that credit and that glory to God. And I understand that. But I do think that manifesting and everything in this world is controlled by God and it is also neutral. It is also neutral. And if you give the word manifesting that type of power, you're the one giving it that power. I can use that word in a sentence just like I can use the word going or received. And to me, it doesn't have that emotional charge. Manifesting, to me, doesn't have that emotional charge that so many Christians say that it does. And I put that on my Instagram stories too because I know that there was probably not just that one person who sent me the passive-aggressive message, but I do stand in that manifesting is a word and you give it the power if you are saying that if by using the word manifesting, you are not giving the glory to God. And I will make this very clear because I do host monthly Bible studies in my Feminine Edge Collective. My faith is really important to me. It is something that I personally prioritize. I, my personal relationship and my personal faith is not something that I megaphone on social media because here's the thing. I am not available for the whole, this is this, you say you're a Christian, but you're doing this and that's not Christian-like. We are all sinners. We all have that type of thing going on in our lives. And I am not available for the I'm more Christian than you because I don't use the word manifesting or I don't do this or I don't do that. I'm not available for the I'm more Christian. And you may not think, like some Christians may not think that that's what they're portraying, but it's what others are receiving and to help bring others into faith and into their walk with Christ, I don't believe that shame and dictating and and that is the the best route. Kind of stumbling over my words on that one, but I want to make it very clear that I am not available for the whole this is unchristian like how can you do that if you say you're a Christian and I don't do that so therefore I'm more Christian than you are. I'm not available for that. I'm not available for that at all. And I used the word manifest, but like at the end of the day, I sat in my bed after we got that news of the vacation. And I was just like, thank you, God, that this led to this, which led to this, which led to this, which led to the hard work my husband has been doing, which led, and also the generosity of his employer. And thank you, God. And only God needs to know where my heart stands on that, right? 
And I only care if God knows where my heart stood on that. You can think, oh my gosh, she the word manifesting. That means she's taking, you know, it's like the self, the self taking over instead of giving the glory to God. God knows my heart. And God's the one to correct and change when I need that check, right? And we as Christians, at least for me and my journey as a Christian, I don't think dictating others, judging others, um, putting down others is effective for helping them in their faith walk. And that's just me. So that's where I'm going to leave it at. And we're going to talk about mom travel. (laughs) You guys, I have a trip coming this weekend and it is one that I am taking by myself, well not by myself, I'll be with a group, but I'm going, not the fam, (laughs) and of course, it's like just traveling as a mom is different. There is so much to do, to take care of, to navigate, and then it seems like, you know, the one weekend where I'm going to be gone, there's like 500 things going on, and 500 different plans and accommodations that switch and change up, and When mom's gone, it's just complicated. And I'm like, it it opens my eyes too of like, whoa, I take care of so much. Like, I really am the majority of this. And things pop up and I really, really feel, especially with my firstborn, we are so divinely connected. There are times where he says something and I'm like, did you just read my mind? And times when I'm stressed and then he gets some type of sickness. This has happened time and time and time and time and time again. Where I'm like internally stressed or like I've internally got something going on. And my firstborn has this has this sickness or this... It's just it's weird how we, I feel, are so connected spiritually, him and I. And I know science has even proven, like, when you have a child, you essentially, like, they have a piece of your DNA, you have a piece of theirs, like, it's tied within our DNA forever, but it's just kind of creepy sometimes, and I could explain a couple specific instances, but my firstborn has had the cough, like, a cough all week, so he has been home with me, so trying to get my work done, trying to um, do that while simultaneously taking care of him and doing the things that I want to do to get prepared for the trip and yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And it is just kind of wild how all of that happens all at once. But dear Lord, please, please, please have the trip the trip's happening. Like I'm, I am getting on that plane. I am getting on that plane and I have been like putting myself first in health wise, supplement wise with, you know, my Shakeology, my vitamin C, my first thing, my various other vitamins and things that I take to help keep my immune system strong because I'm home with a sick child. And then I'm going to be hopping on to an airplane and airports and all of those things and I want to feel my best while on this trip too so gosh it's just been kind of a whirlwind of a week 
And I wanted to talk about trusting your intuition. So I feel like my negative thoughts have like clouded my intuition in so many ways. In so many ways, I haven't trusted my intuition. I haven't felt like I even am connected to my intuition at all. And when I was listening to something about this, they were saying like, how can you really get connected to your intuition? And the speaker gave a really great point. Oh my gosh, I'm so, I love citing the sources of where I hear things and who I heard it from. And so I I hope it just like stumbles upon whoever it was when I'm thinking of this. But with this with trusting your intuition, she said, start with really small things. Like if you can't find your keys or you can't find your phone, try pausing instead of being like frantic and searching around, try pausing and leaning into your intuition. And it's been kind of funny that when I wake up in the morning, I'm usually the first one up. So it is dark. It's dark in our room. It's dark in the bathroom and in my closet. And there have been times where I'm like, oh, where are my socks? Because I go to bed with my socks on and through the night I kick them off. So there's usually a sock at the bottom of the bed or on the floor where my robe is somewhere. And I remember waking up and being like, oh, where are my socks? My feet are cold. And I leaned into my intuition and I'm not kidding you. My hand just moved and I found my socks. And then this morning, I was wanting to find my robe, like my fuzzy, fuzzy robe, and I usually hang it on my hooks, but I was feeling around. This was in the dark. I was feeling around. I didn't feel my fuzzy robe on the hook, so I was like, okay, let my intuition just seriously help me find it, and I reached to a spot on the floor of our closet and grabbed my fuzzy robe and just picked it up. And it's been kind of wild to me. And I don't know if that's something that resonates with you guys at all. If you struggle with trusting your gut or taking the time to really sit with and be like your your intuition or your, your Holy Spirit or that like connection that you have that just doesn't make sense. But this was wild, absolutely wild with leaning into my intuition and that's where the expert said to kind of start. And it's been kind of cool. I mean, that's the extent of how far I've worked with leaning into my intuition. I feel like part of my intuition work is there's so many things that I want answers to. And when I sit and think about it and pray about it, I feel like I'm not open to receiving those answers. So that's why I kind of was curious about leaning into that intuition feeling, that just internal guided feeling, which I believe is God helping that guidance. And if he can help with big things, he can help with little things like finding your bathrobe, right? Like that story just puts a smile on my face. I don't know. But The other thing that I want to talk about is the music. Gosh, I love this time of year so much because so many artists are putting out new songs and new music. You know, so many artists want to have like that song of the summer or the album of the summer. And 
I just love jamming country music right now. At this time, it is March 30th when you guys are listening to this, and we are still covered in snow here in Minnesota, like multiple feet of snow. We are going to have, like, Mother Nature, I want to see how fast you can go from zero to 60, <laughs> like from, because literally it was like negative 12 this morning. And it is just absolutely wild how much snow we still have. But I I truly don't even like spring because spring here is dirty and muddy. The snow, it's like sometimes cold, but sometimes warm. And spring's not my favorite. So I kind of dig the whole not having spring and going from winter to summer in a very short span of time. I'm kind of here for that. But like, we need to get a move on it with melting this snow. <laughs> Anyways, back to the music. I love listening to country music. And Kelsey Ballerini, she has so many fun songs. Um, I love the song Hole in the Bottle. I love so many of Kelsey's songs. But her new album, her new EP about her divorce, like I don't relate. I'm a happily married woman, but these songs, the lyrics are just written so beautifully. Like her song Blindsided, absolutely amazing. Like some of the lyrics are just artistic. They are chef's kiss. When I first heard her quote in there, well, her song, I'm not going to sing it because I am that person who's a really bad singer but loves to sing, um, where she said in there, the truth was hard to hear, or the truth is hard to hear, but it wasn't hard to find. Were you blindsided or were you just blind? I was like, oh my God. And the other lyric that's like saying that you're lost and that's lost on me. And it is. It's just a song about how somebody had these deep feelings and the other person in the relationship were, was completely oblivious, completely oblivious to feelings and what was going on, even though they were in that relationship too. And that song, Blindsided, is just... And did you guys know Kelsey Ballerini is dating Chase Stokes from Outer Banks? He plays John B., Oh my God, I'm I'm moving around way too much. That's sorry for all the background noise, but she's dating John B. And that is so cute. I saw on TikTok a clip of her and Chase Stokes, who plays John B, backstage and they were like singing and dancing to the electric slide. They were dancing the electric slide to a different song before Kelsey was about to go on stage. And it was the cutest thing. And I think the person who captioned it was like, this is proof that if he wanted to, he would. And they've been spotted with Chase Stokes, like having um, a camera attached to him. So he is just like so cutely enjoying her concerts. Like he came to her Minneapolis show. That is devotion for a boyfriend to, or dating, whatever you say in the celebrity world, but to come to your show in the freezing cold of Minneapolis, Minnesota, when he's used to being in South Carolina for shooting the Outer Banks. Do you guys watch Outer Banks? I love that show. I really enjoy it. That is a show that I watch solo because my husband's just kind of like, these are teenagers and what are they doing? And when you think about it from that hindsight, it's like, yeah, that's kind of crazy that these teenagers are off leaving the country and getting into these dangerous situations. But 
I think it is such a good show. So I can't wait for Outer Banks. Is the next season going to be season four? I think that will be really, really great. And then I just wanted to end this episode on... I know everybody says that this time every month. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe it's April. It's practically April. How did that even happen? But I love setting quarterly goals, setting quarterly intentions, like really looking back on the last 90 days and thinking about the next 90 days and where do you want your focus to be? What are some of the things that you want to continue to focus on? Where do you want to redirect? Do you guys hear poor Bryce just coughing and coughing in the background? I feel so bad. I feel so bad for him. I hope we're at like the tail end of it. But this is your reminder to go back to those goals that you set for yourself in January. Ask yourself, does this still feel aligned? You still have plenty of time in the year to achieve all the things. And when it comes to setting goals in January, you kind of set it off with the pace of like, I'm going to do all of these things at once. But I want you to take a look at that list. If you didn't make a list or if you you know, really want to just think about the next 90 days and think about what is a priority to me? What is a focus to me? And so for me, a couple of the things um, related to health and fitness wise is really dialing in my nutrition because to achieve especially weight loss goals, nutrition is the cornerstone of that. And then I actually want to work out less. I told you guys about my 3-2-1 method and I am enjoying that a lot, but I want to try something with my body of working out less. This might blow your mind because I've done various workouts, you know, and I feel like every day I like to get a little bit of movement in because it helps me feel good. It gives me energy. It helps my focus. I, I can definitely feel that it affects my mood, but I want to do less workouts and have the workouts be more intentional and effective. And then really honoring the rest and recovery. So kind of like in every other day situation where one day I'll have a longer workout and I'll really challenge myself. I will have a focus and a dedication for whether it's upper body, lower body, cardio, whatever it is, and really work out for more like 45 minutes to an hour. Then on the next day, I will focus on Um, neat movement and recovery slash mobility and see how that works for me to work out less but work out in a way that is more outlined that is more strategic and then less frequently but I still feel like I'm gonna want to get that movement in you know I will want to do walks and various things but to keep myself active in my neat movement, but I'm just going to see how this goes for me because while I think for some working out a little bit every single day can make a big difference, that's been a strategy I've been using for a long time now and I haven't seen the changes in my body the way I've liked and as I've learned more about how your body really does need recovery in order to... um, recover to build that muscle back and 
flexibility and mobility. And as you age, you need to even prioritize flexibility and mobility even more. So that is where I'm at with some of my focuses is dialing in that nutrition and then decreasing the amounts of workouts that I'm going to be doing per week. And then I've got some business goals that I checked in on. I set some new standards for growing in my faith. I really just did like a self-check and I used the Horatio planner and that has quarterly check-ins right into in the planner. So it made it really easy for me as I was switching from March to April, you know, filling in that calendar and filling in those sheets where it's like the quarterly check-in. But I want you to do that. I want you to think about, you know, your last three months and then your upcoming three months where does your focus need to be? What season of life are you going to be going into? Because while spring is a really, really good time for me to dial in that nutrition and stay focused in on that, it may that may not be realistic for your season because of what it is you are going on. You know, like I am way more relaxed in the summertime with my diet. And in the summer, my alcohol consumption is higher than any other time in the year because we go out on the pontoon and it's hot out. So for me, it's it would be kind of like that thought of in the summer, I, oh my gosh, his little cough. I just got to, <coughs> and there I go coughing because I've been talking too much. I've been really trying to rest my voice, but I wanted to get this episode out to you guys. Um, but w- we'll just leave it at that. Give yourself some time and space for reflecting the last 90 days. Where do you want your focus to be? The upcoming 90 days, create a little plan for yourself. And I hope you enjoyed today's girl chat. If you have any questions or commentary on this episode, please feel free to leave a rating, review, or reach out to me on Instagram. Slide into my DMs. I'd love to hear from you and I will talk to you in the next episode.